You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. Hey, Joe's Nation. Steven here, and welcome to episode 17 of Sustainable Joe's 2084, the best place for business and sustainability talk out there. So this episode, I'm calling it a fun episode because it certainly takes a markedly different tone than every other episode on our podcast. We recorded it a few weeks back in Steam Whistle's downtown Toronto boardroom overlooking the CN Tower. We had a great time. It was gorgeous. Many of you, in fact, watched the live stream that was on our Sustainable Joe's Facebook page. Thank you, Steam Whistle. In episode 17, I sit down with two Toronto comedians, Laura Lee and Orn. They also host the Buns iOS podcast, and we're calling the episode Sustainability Factor Fiction. And my hope is that as we move through the content in this episode, you'll try to answer the questions for yourself, testing your own knowledge, and who knows, maybe you will even learn something too. Things we talk about in this episode range from Google's energy consumption to Chinese solar development, plastic bags to population growth. We cheers a lot, we laugh a lot, and we learn a lot in this episode. For a reason unbeknownst to me, our recording device was picking up some random jazz music, so I hope you enjoy it in the background. And lastly, uh, this episode is being released on American Thanksgiving, and I want you all to know that I am thankful that each of you tune in every week to be a part of this community and to, to truly be a part of moving our world in a more sustainable direction. So from every corner of my heart, I wish each of you a happy Thanksgiving, and I hope you, uh, you enjoy this episode of Sustainability Factor Fiction. My monologue is now complete. For for all future generations, exactly of birds, bees, whales, trees, yeah, and, the, and and little humans. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> it can get like hunky. Like someone can be like, "Hey, you know what? Let's just save the world because my flower power." It can get to that. You can feel that yeah. way about it, but it really just comes down to like, let's let's stop killing things. From Sustainable Joe's, this is 2084, a podcast about designing tomorrow, creating a sustainable future for all told by the people building it today. Um, so I am so excited to have you two on the podcast. Yeah. Primarily because I just think you're awesome. This is our officially the, the second time we've ever met. Yeah. Wave at the live stream. Yeah. There it is. I blew a kiss. Uh, Sandy Rifkin just, just tuned in. Sandy Rifkin is... Ian Rifkin was sitting behind me in my first day of university in Dr. Nagy's psychology class. And then for the last two years of university, Ian and I were, we lived together. We were like best buds. I stood up in his wedding. Uh, He's now divorced. Which I love you, Ian. Just I'm, dropping that. I'm, I love it. I'm very okay with the fact that you're divorced because <laughs> yo, I didn't like yo, it. No, yo, you're keeping this so real right now. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, so, oh, look at this. A whole bunch of laughs, smiles, and hearts. That's amazing. <laughs> so real. Thank you, live world. I don't know if that was from you, Mama Rifkin. Uh, back, coming full circle, yep. cradle to cradle, mm-hmm. uh, Miss Sandy Rifkin has always been the nicest person on the planet. She was just yeah. like, you know those moms when you go over to their house and you're like, this could be mine. How are you so nice? Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. 
Hundo P. Hundo P. Of the time. Hundo P of the time. <laughs> so, Laura Lee? Yes. And Oren Williamson? Bang on. Wait, how do you see your last name? You got one hell of a... Oh, yeah. It's Hungarian, Polish, baby. Hungarian. It's Hungarian, say it's baby. S-Z-U-C-S. Technically pronounced Such. We say such. Like, it's such a pleasure such. to have you guys here today. Oh, wow. So, we're kind of starting this new series within the podcast where we talk to awesome everyday people. <gasps> like us. Like you guys. Thank you. You host a podcast. We do. You bet your bottoms. We do. I don't even know what you bet your bottoms means, but anyway. We just say it. <laughs> Tell the world what your podcast is called and what it's about. Orin, would you like me to take this one on? Go for it. Okay, ISO, the Buns Podcast. Buns, Buns, Buns. Buns, That's what... Buns hosts all of our podcasts. Yes. And we uh, basically are the hosts of the This Week in Buns segment of the ISO, the Buns podcast. ISO standing for? In Search Of. Which people do? On Buns. Yeah. So the we, trading zone. Yeah. So maybe we can give a bigger... Have you ever explained what Buns is and what they do yeah, and totally. all that stuff? Okay, we, so. we, we do it in the, in the, the ah. mid-podcast ad. Well, then. In the mid-podcast it is a, it is a It is a trading zone where you can find basically everything you need. Yes. Yeah. Um, you can trade a beer for a cell phone if Oren wanted me to trade that Man, iPhone Man, Steam Whistle's me. gangster. Yeah, I might yeah. have to do that. I <laughs> give you my phone that, for that one That seems appropriate. Beer. How many beer for my phone? Oh. Um, thank you to Steam Whistle for hosting us mm -hmm. today and for the delicious premium Pilsner, which, in Bless. fact... You know, not a paid plug here, but is the second, Steam Whistle is the second greenest brewery in North America. Um, is that after Stone? Stone some, IPA? Some brewery out in Colorado. Yeah, and they I know what brewery you're talking about. Sierra oh. Nevada? Definitely Sierra Nevada's in San Diego, if I believe. Yikes. Exactly. I, don't know. I don't know a lot about beer. <laughs> Coming back, today we're going to do a fact or fiction on sustainability. We've all kind of brought a, a few facts about sustainability, about climate change. Mm-hmm. And we're going to quiz each other, mm -hmm. and and you listening uh, in in podcast podcast land, you get to contribute as well. You can kind of think about the questions, and maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe you won't. Um, but before we get there, I want you guys to tell everybody like where you came from. Oh my gosh, about what me. What do you do? A little a little a little thirty thirty to sixty seconds about okay. who you are. The deep the deepest question of all. Oh my who, goodness. Who, who is Laura Lee? Who am I? Okay, fun fact, my real name's actually Laura Dalmaschio, but my last name's Lee on Facebook. You trickster. I know, I tricked everybody, it's my stage name. Um, <laughs> I am 22, I just turned 22 on the beginning of the week, which is really exciting. Happy belated birthday. Thanks guys. Feliz cumpleaños. Anybody Gracias. know how to say it in another language? Um, um, bon cumpleaños is Italian. Oh. Oren, what do you got? Uh, it's a competition. But, 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 this podcast just turned into uh, a competition, geez. okay? Uh, bon fête? How does that sound hey. for you? Is that right? Bon fête. Where are This is Canada here, kids. Okay. So, just turned 22. Happy belated yep. birthday. Thanks. What, what else does the world need to know about you? Um, I'm a comedian. I'm uh, writing a pilot right now. And I'm figuring out my life. Okay, I, I, I think a lot of people are figuring out their lives. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, before we get to Oren, how do you define sustainability? What does sustainability mean to you? Sustainability is all, to me, is about the closed loop. Like, again, the no footprint, that is sort of what sustainability means, I think, to me. 
Okay. Or being mindful of your footprint, maybe. But yeah. we can get to that in a little bit. Oren. Yes. You're a beautiful man. Uh, I know, this man. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, and, and you have a great voice. Yeah, I like, appreciate All that. the things. And yeah, he's tall, too. Shit. You know, for those he of us. everything. Yo, I'm not, honestly, I'm not going to say what I do. I'm just going to sit back and have you guys just, just pontificate about what I do and who <laughs> I am. Pontificate? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm seated right now. Yeah, it's hard. I'm, I, I, mean, mean, I mean, yeah. So, I've had a nostril. Oh, sorry, I just dropped an F-bomb. That wasn't. You know, we're just going to. Are we allowed to swear? We just, we just no, got right? the E. It's fine. Oh, okay. I'll put a. Oh, that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, we already got the E. We already got yeah. the E. Uh, I'm 31. Uh, I've been doing stand-up comedy for five years. I'm going to six years now. Um, started off as, an, as a model after university, acting, all that kind of stuff. And then, like we said, he's a beautiful man. Thank you. Like, uh, clearly, people have paid him to be beautiful. <laughs> it, yes. you know, it's, been, uh, it's been good. It's been a good life. And we're just stealing your voice today. I, I appreciate that. I did radio for two years, so that it um, that was helpful in a way, I think. I hated it, but I did it. Um, <laughs> you didn't like it? Oh, radio is trash. But this is why we have podcasts because you get to talk about what you want to do. It's it's radio on the internet and it, it's, it's long form. It's it's, long a, it's, form. A it's a last. It's the last space for free long form conversation. Yeah. And and why, why why have snippets? Like don't deprive people of the voice. Sorry. Yeah, you got to. Oh, yeah. look, listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Why Ooh, why have snippets? Why have snippets of people having these like five minute conversations on on TV or on radio? That's so dumb. It's so hard to convey a point in five minutes. Like it's the hardest thing to do, and something yeah. of sustainability, which is so difficult, sometimes to really get into the nuanced parts of it. You need time to explore those nuances and explore time to do that, because then how else are you going to reach people? Totally. And what does sustainability mean to you, my friend? Uh, I've been thinking about this for a while, uh, and or at least since I sent you that text this afternoon. <laughs> so I was like, ah, uh, what? <laughs> I think it basically is the ability to sustain. It's a compound word. Not many people remember that, but to me, it just means. How are you going to make sure this planet's going to be around for your kids? <laughs> like, how, how does that happen? True. How do we not blow this thing up? How do we not like, mess it up? Everything outside of nuclear war, how are we going to make this place a better place? Yeah. And how, I, how are we going to make it sustainable for, for all future generations? Exactly. True. Of birds, bees, whales, trees, yeah. and, the, and, and little humans. Yeah, wow, and, you that's all the people on the world right there. Yeah, and it's, it's I, mean, I, I think I left out insects. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I said bees. Is, yeah. yeah, no, you got all yeah. of them. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> it can get like hunky. Like, someone can be like, hey, you know what? Let's just save the world because my flower power. It can get to that. You can feel that yeah. way about it. But it really just comes down to, like, like, how, like let's, let's stop killing things. Yeah. Well, and the reason why I'm so excited about this, like, little chapter inside of the 2084 podcast is that, like, we get to have real conversation in a space where you know the, the experts who are in the, the documentary they all know what's happening yeah and it's us who are who are kind of like sitting on the sidelines living our regular lives and being like well yeah. i don't see the impact today yeah. so everything must be okay yeah. that's the dangerous thing about this whole climate change business here is that it's so slow going and gradual that like people don't notice it. And that's why like when things are in front of people's faces, that's when it's like, oh no, we have to do something about it. Yeah, Dan Ariely says it in the film best. He goes, you know, Stephen, if we thought the Martians were gonna come fry us, we would create a task force and we would do something. Yeah. But with sustainability, it's, 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 it's slow, it's cloudy, yeah. it's a little fuzzy. Let's get to fact or fiction. Who, who, want, who wants to go first? I mean, I'll go first. I'll, I got a, I got a oh, couple wins okay, here okay. that I think I'm having. A couple right. wins? A couple wins. <laughs> how, are, how are we defining a win? Um, 
I think if if, I, if you bring something with someone's like, you know what, that's uh, that's pretty dope. Like yeah, I think I, if, I think if that's where we get to, I think that's a win. I love how Lorley and I just like shielded our computers. <laughs> like so you like, are not gonna fuck it with. There will be no it. cheating here, ladies and gentlemen. All right, fact or fiction? And I feel like you, because you're already in the space, I feel like you automatically have an inherent advantage because you. Well, you I gotta tell you, if I get the questions wrong, <laughs> that, that's gonna make me feel <laughs> that much worse. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I think my first question here: true or false? China is yeah. is leading the world in solar development. True. Oh my goodness. I was going to say not leading the world. If you said true, that means you're wrong. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, I guess you're still right in a way. I was going to wait. What was the there, question? No, the question is true or false? China, China has built one and is building another field of solar panels in the shape of panda bears. What? Whoa. Is this fact or fiction? Whoa. Is that what Whoa. you're asking? Fact or fiction. China has already built one, and they're going to build another 250-acre solar panel farm in the shape of panda bears. It's fact or fiction. I'm going to wow. say fact on that one. I, I got to go fiction. I can't imagine they would build really? two, two fields of panda bears. I think like, that's accurate, though. One, one maybe. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's on the cusp of being so ridiculous that yeah. it might be believable. What's the yeah. answer? It is true. No! It is, it is no! absolutely true. 248, to be specific. No! But 250. <laughs> These things look gigantic. We can Google it in a bit. They are. Yeah. It, they what? look awesome. And, what? And it, it's just the most China thing to do. Yeah. I, I was in China. Classic I was in China, China. last wow. year. Okay. And like, like, wow. when, like, when you're in China, like, the smog is real. The smog is so real in Beijing. It's terrible. Oh, no. And like, I, I just hope they just keep building things in shapes that they're just known for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Wow. Panda Bear. I mean, it's from a pretty reputable website. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, pretty I'm pretty confident on that one. Okay. Okay. I got one. Yeah. Uh, mine, mine's a little more. I'm, I'm starting off with a doomy and gloomy one. Oh, okay. sugar. That's comes okay. from, well, it's also a blatant plug for the podcast. Okay. Episode seven and episode 14 are part one and part two. Of Ooh. our Chasing Coral podcast, oh, okay. we had the the Netflix original like documentary Chasing Coral team uh, when they were here for Hot Docs. Amazing! No so way. they've been to like the UN. They won awards at Sundance. Amazing film, absolutely like stunning. I I, I cried over Coral. You cried over Coral. I cried over Coral. And that is something to be proud of. Yeah, I mean maybe for being a vulnerable, emotional <laughs> man. Uh, so fact from that film what percentage of the Great Barrier Reef was lost died yeah in 2016 so oh, just, not in total just in 2016 just in 2016 and we don't get multiple choice on this one it's just kind of like go for it I'm gonna say 15 percent oh it's probably more no I think 15 if you're saying just last year that's obviously a pretty impactful year 2016, I knew was an absolute terrible year for it. Oh my gosh! Um, for everything. Listen, I think it's some disastrous number. Not only I think it's over 50 percent, I think it's over 60 percent. I'm gonna have to say something bold, and say, I think we probably lost close to like 78 percent, 75 percent. 
That'd be my guess. As I'm 15. Wow. Wow. So <laughs> it's somewhere, pl- it's in the middle. It's yeah. in between those two. It's in between 70, 70 something percent and 15. The, the correct answer is 22% of the Great so Barrier Reef. I win, region. dude. Essentially, yeah, yeah, I totally win. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, like, not only do you win by prices, right, rules, yeah. you also win by what was the closer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, showdown. She wins both answers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn. Laura Lee, you're on the okay. hot seat. Does anybody, uh, first off, does anybody need another beverage? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's take a beer break. The answer okay. is C, senor. So do they just, every time you come in here, they just have it refilled for you? <laughs> so this is the first time I've actually been able to use the boardroom, and I'm really excited that we, we get to be here today. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right? Where do you usually do it? Uh, well, we've d- the last two podcast recordings we've done live uh, at... Co-Powers Downtown Toronto Headquarters. Oh, where is that? Uh, it's right across from the Flatiron Building. Cheers. Cheers, oh, guys. Okay. Yay, yay. Cheers, honey. And cheers to you. Yeah, cheers to you, world. Cheers to you, world. Okay, guys, ready? Um, what percent of today's global population works in agriculture? Mm. This, this this is one of those stats where we know a small percentage of the population makes all of our food, right? Get, yeah. And and what we also know is that the amount of people employed in agriculture has plummeted over the last thirty years, due like thanks to mechanization yeah. mm-hmm. um, and large scale factory farming <sighs> or agricultural operations. Yeah. I'm gonna go eighty twenty. I think I think twenty percent. I think it's less than that. I would say that. Globally, yeah, X percent of today's global population works in agriculture. I'm going with six percent. Six, it's 40. Whoa, all right, okay, wow, 40 percent of today's global population works in agriculture, making it the single largest employer in the world. According to, that's there we go. Uh, according to 10 facts about sustainable agriculture. (laughs) Do something.org. All right, so we're, we're going to look up where exactly that fact's from. Because it, and it, it and seems, it'll, it it'll seems, be in the show notes. It seems high It seems high to both of us, yeah? That yeah, 40%. 40%. I mean, 40% of the global population, if we have 7.5 billion people on the planet, 40% is, who's good with numbers? Of 7 billion? Of 7.5. It's going to be like 3.5. Yeah, something there. But it's the global population, But right? that that's it. That means 3.5 billion people are in, employed in agriculture. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm missing the word. Yeah. Is it employed or yeah. or or farm? I, I think it's basically works how in agriculture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. okay. You know what? They, they, if we were playing Stump the Trump, that would be worth a point. Look Wait, there's a game called Stump the Trump. Yeah, I was actually. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's actually if you if you play head, if you play guitar, yeah, and you you play Stump the Trump, it's okay. Can you play? Pick a song. Like Stairway to Heaven. I was literally <laughs> just thinking Stairway to Heaven. I swear to you, I love Zeppelin. You guys like, are best friends. I was legitimately just gonna say Stairway to Heaven, and I'm here like Despacito. <laughs> it's voice. It's a good solo. It's a pretty good solo. Incredible solo. Uh, Oren, the question is yours. So the parent company of Google, Alphabet. 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 We heard about Alphabet. Yep. Uh, what percentage? of their company is now run on sustainable energy. Interesting, sorry? Alphabet, the parent company of Google. Interesting fact, uh, they're, they just put a huge investment in Lyft. You can say bye-bye Uber. Thank oh, really? goodness. Not, not bye, just Uber, but thank goodness for competition. 
Sure. Yeah. So what percentage of Alphabet, the parent company of Google, is now There's being a run? There's company of Google? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, it's, so it's not just Google anymore. It's all the other companies that they work with. Yeah. Oh and, my and God. Alphabet's under, like under the umbrella. umbrella. So, well, ladies first, what, uh, what, what are you going with, Laura Lee? Okay, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me the question one more time? <laughs> so, so just think about Google in general. Yeah, I Google. really got shook by the fact that someone else owns Google. It, it's still the same people. Okay. Okay. So, Google as a yeah. company has all these companies around the world. Yeah. What percentage of their energy comes from sustainable, sustainable energy yeah. or renewable energy? Or, or renewable. Sorry, Ooh, renewable energy. You know what? Just based on the fact that this question is being asked, makes me think that probably a lot. For them, so let's go and say forty-three percent. I'm gonna go forty-five. Just oh. I was thinking forty-five. I'm going prices right here. Oh okay. my god, this is a prices right vibe. So it? they announced it earlier this year. Alphabet Company is now being run completely. That's one hundred percent. What on renewable energy? Good to know. Yeah, it's most. It's know. mostly solar and wind. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Here's here's my next my next little little fact coming at you. Hey Joe's Nation, I want to take a minute to acknowledge a couple of our supporters, so please listen up. This episode of Sustainable Joe's 2084 is brought to you in part thanks to the support of Buns and Steam Whistle. Buns hosts our podcast for free and Steam Whistle gives us their delicious premium pilsner to sip on as we converse. So let's get to the technical copy. For those who don't know, Buns is an app for decluttering your life and finding stuff you love. Recently, Eli traded a bike light he no longer needed for three apples on Buns, quite literally a sweet trade. In the past, I also traded a six pack for two tickets to the Green Living Show, a friend of mine, Katie, traded a bath bomb for a bag the other day. Anyways, you too can try trading by visiting Buns.com or get the app on your phone. At the end of the day, Buns for trading. A big thank you also goes to Steam Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner, from their 100% renewably powered brewery to their green bottles, which can be reused up to three times more than a standard brown beer bottle. Quote unquote, Steam Whistle is proud to support Sustainable Joes as we work to create a sustainable tomorrow together. Lastly, our podcast is brought to you thanks to the support of our monthly patrons. If you believe this content is important and have the capacity to contribute, you can find all necessary links at sustainablejoes.com. That's Joes with an S because whether you are a Joseph or Joanne, together we are a group of Joes. Now back to the show. Okay, yeah. here we go. Here's here's my next my next little little fact coming at you. When did World Overshoot Day occur this year? Now, what does that overshoot. mean? Can we get a can we get a breakdown on overshoot? Absolutely. Earth or World Overshoot Day is the annual event when humanity's consumption of of Earth's production of resources, yeah, like humanity's consumption exceeds Earth's production, production. of resources. Oh, uh, I see what you're Oh. So when in the year that happened? Yes. So what, what month? So it, it happened obviously already. <laughs> yes, that is correct. So not December. Uh, so yeah. Or November. I would say. June. June. We got it. We got a guess for June. Do we have to go dates too? Um, I think it's closer than that. Um, maybe August. Yeah, I'm. That's I, my I think, point. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say, and I hope this is true. I'm gonna say September. 
Well, if we were playing Price is Right rules, Orin would be wrong and uh, Laura Lee would be right. Yeah. Because this year, World Overshoot Day was uh, August the 2nd. Oh, oh my gosh. It was the beginning I was, of August. Yeah. I said August as my point two answer. That, that, that. So as a follow-up to that, yeah. the world superpowers, including China, the US, the UK, Germany, and Japan, already use more than double the amount of resources they produce. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's I just see. a little little, little trickle-down caveat. Can, can I hear those countries again? Yeah, absolutely. China, the U.S., the U.K., and Germany, and Japan. Not that was Canada? a lot of ands. Already use more than double the amount of resources they produce. Damn. Crazy. So not Canada, though. Maybe. Maybe. It's just not included on the it list. It wasn't on this list. Interesting. I, I guess also we... We produce we, a lot, don't we? We only have 36 million people, people, 37. So when you're talking about Japan... Yeah. But I, I, I see how I see how they're more easily going to exceed their their, the, their production. The, the Greater Tokyo area, the other GTA, yeah. no has, way. has more people than all of Canada. Okay. Have you been to Japan? I have not. Yo, let me tell you. Okay, or we can go though. Japan it, it'd be time. a lot of fun. I ha- yo, I, you know I bring up Japan every time because Japan uh, is the greatest. Why? Huh? One Japan, sentence. Why is Japan the greatest? Can I give Can I give like a two, three sentence answer? Okay. Fifteen seconds. There are going to be certain things in your life that are going to define before and after. Once you go to Japan, especially once you go to Tokyo, you will have an entire part of your life that's before, before Tokyo, before Pre- Japan, Tokyo? and then post Tokyo. That's all I'm saying. Okay, good to know. Oh, man. Okay. Laura Lee, the question is yours. So this one's kind of breaks the rules a little bit, but I think, hey, why not? What are the four key goals of food sustainability? Like, if you're going to put them into four like, goals. Kind of seem like the one goal would be... Eliminating to, poverty? Yeah. Or eliminating, like... <laughs> like... I think the goal is to make sure food is for... Like, yeah, to satisfy to food human needs and contribute to biofuel needs. Ooh, okay. Biofuel? Isn't that kind of semi-controversial? Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, we're, we're going to let that one drift aside. Keep going. <laughs> what do you think is another one? Uh, reducing waste. Um, because did you know that 40% of all food that's produced in North America gets thrown away? I did that's know that. so bad. What percentage of that 40% though enters our homes? Oh, 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 oh you mean as in how much, how much are the people who provide foods for us throwing it up before we even see it? No. More or less? How much food are we throwing out of that 40% that gets thrown out? Oh. I bet you it's like 25 or something stupid. Yeah, uh, I say 50%. 50% is correct. We throw away 20% of all the food that's produced in North America enters our homes and we throw it away. Oh my God. That's wild. Okay. So what are the, what are, uh, you, do you got anything else on the four facts, Orin? I, yeah. um, no, I think I'm good. Okay. I'll read them to you. Number one is to satisfy human needs. To Next one is to enhance environmental quality. Third is to sustain the economic viability of agriculture. And the fourth is to enhance the quality of life of farmers, farm workers, and society as a whole. Okay. Okay. Got it. So it kind of followed the four pillars of sustainable development. Yeah. I guess so. So Your turn. What's your next question? Keep in mind, the answer is between zero and $500. On it. Okay. Americans are willing to pay blank a year to avoid climate change. Wow. Americans are willing to pay blank a year to avoid climate change. I bet it's like five dollars. 
I, I, I want to think that the answer is like this, this high number. I know, but it's going to be $5. Oh. It's straight up $5. No, I think I'm going to go with less. I'm going with like $2. Okay, let's on, 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 on average, I, I don't think that number is going to be very high. The answer is $177. Wow. wow we Super gave interesting. American people very little. <laughs> well, here's, here's one, a little like. caveat yeah. for Americans. Who do you think has a higher adoption rate of electric vehicles, Americans or Canadians? The only reason why I'm saying Americans yeah, because is they have, they they have, have more choice. And it, again, I have more people. For some reason, I just have in my mind that electric cars would just do better in a place that is sunny all the time. Like California, but like that's probably just my own thought. I have no idea where that logic is coming from. But <laughs> as somebody who actually moved back to Canada to start a solar company, yeah. a solar panel's efficiency is the percentage of solar radiation that hits that panel okay. that is converted to to electricity. Yeah. yeah. The so the average panel is about fifteen to eighteen percent efficient. Yeah. Which means that the remaining 22 to or excuse me 82 to 85 percent is actually diffused in heat so in canada we actually can produce a lot of solar energy because when it's cooler your solar panel is actually more efficient what oh it's awesome rainbow I, the more you know oh, i'm actually wow to okay. come full circle yep. americans have a the three times the adoption rate of EVs than Canadians. That's yeah, that crazy. Shameless plug. That's from episode five of the podcast oh. with Zach oh Lefebvre. And what country leads the world in electric cars? In Tesla specifically? I'm going with Sweden. Close. Norway? I think it's Norway. I think it's Norway or Finland. It's one of the two of them. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. It's, one it's of like some crazy number, like 40% of the population have yeah. a Tesla or something. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, is it my turn for a question? It is your turn for a question. Okay. How long do you think it takes humanity to add a net positive increase in population of a million people. So births over deaths, we, how long does it take us to add a million people to the planet? Surplus. Uh, are we going oh. days? Are we going hours? We're going, uh, okay. I mean, whatever, you, if you think it's a year, if you think it's a day, if you think it's an hour, if you think it's a minute, if you think it's a month, if you think it's a week. Okay. How many, how much time does it take to grow a million people? To grow a million people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. No, no, let's go with that. No, let's go with that, Laura. I like, to I like, birth I like, I like a your million, word there. To birth a million babies. Mm. And we just got okay. to seven billion, hey? So. No, we didn't just. That was time ago. Um, I'm going to say two months. No, that's ridiculous. For a million people. So we need, we need a thousand million people to make a billion. Really? I'm really trying to break this down here. When you have numbers that big, it's so people. hard to even process. So I, I think it's definitely less than a month, and I even think it's less than a few weeks. I'm I'm gonna say for us to add another million people, I think it's around Born? that. I, I think it's around a two week mark. Two weeks. I think it takes two weeks for us to get a, a million people. But how long does it take for a million people to die? This is births over deaths. <laughs> right. So, so all, it's all, all the new babies babies. and all the mm -hmm. uh, whether oh. it's. Yeah. So people have to die and be born to create a million. A net positive gain. Wow. It's like, you know, this, this month, if you were thinking of this in, in bank account terms. Yeah. Say you brought in $5,000. But, but I spent. $6,000, that would be a net loss of 1000 Yeah. Right? yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm going to say somewhere on that two-week mark sounds good. Okay, I'm going to. Um, but I'm looking at your face of contempt, so I'm going to say less than that. I'm going to say it's six months. Six months? I'm going to say two weeks. Every four days. <gasps> Yo! 
That is too many That's people. That's a lot of Boom. people. That is too many sex. people. Where, where are you on the slow side of having kids in terms of not just you personally, but the world and the way we know? Way uh, we know. That's a lot of people the, banging. The way we know. A lot of love making. That's yeah. a lot of banging with and a lot of. Because because that always seems like a tough one. People always say the best you can do for the environment is to not have a child. So I think the best thing we can do is gaining cultural awareness in all of our practices, from how we make food yeah. to how we yeah. consume. Our, our energy, how we consume our resources. Yeah. We have to empower all people to thrive economically while recognizing all of our economic prosperity comes from the natural world around us. Yeah. So. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough it one. Is, it is a tough question. Like ultimately, I think I want to have like one kid. I'd have to find a woman I want to have a kid with first. <laughs> uh, and I think I want to, I would want to adopt a child as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the best I got. I never thought of the green effects, sounds weird, of adopting a child. If everybody had one child, the argument is that peop, like we as a species would reduce our population to a sustainable rate or a sustainable um, Yeah, number. but when they did that one child policy in China, that shit that, went that, bad. But, people, people don't like being told what to do. That's an issue. I see what you <laughs> did there. Um, okay, I got another one for you. Nice. Oh, bring it on. How many plastic bags are used globally every minute? Uh, at that's, least 12. Yeah, that no, is, <laughs> hey, hey, bag lady. <laughs> you go hurt yourself. Oy, oy, oy. How many bags are used in what every minute? Ever? Yes, every uh, minute. Some sort of depressing rate. Um, every minute, plus a big minute. Millions. Millions. What is the question? The question <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you, have you been listening, Laura, for yeah. the past I have, and I'm 45 like, seconds? <laughs> How many bags are used globally yes. every minute? Uh, oh, uh, how many bags are used every minute? Let's say... 10 million. Something absurd. I'm, I, I take that back a bit. 500. 5 million. Oh, wait. A million bags are used every, every minute. Every minute? Every minute. A plastic bag. That is so crazy. Hey, I got one more, and it's a shameless plug. Oh my gosh, it says joy. Yeah, yeah, it does say joy. This card, compared to a regular card, because we just developed these cards because we're trying to in empower people to understand the context. Yeah. So our cards, like this is literally a sustainable Joe's product. No way. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm like super stoked about it. <laughs> uh, we actually have six retailers who want to sell our cards. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. It, it like my, we have these impact assessments on the back where we, ha we paid a consulting agency to tell the green story behind our cards nice and my business partner alex she's uh she's a mother and she one of the the positive impacts of our cards compared to a standard card because our cards are 100 percent post-consumer waste fibers they're wow. clean vegetable based inks they divert 433 feet of driving and alex she pushed a car 433 feet amazing how much water do you think each one of these cards saves? I got to tell you, I'm a little water? rusty on my water per use per card uh, knowledge at the moment. Mm -hmm. Haven't quite looked that up. Fair, fair. Um, and th that's exactly why we made the cards, to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> so I imagine a normal card takes a lot of water. Um, well, yeah, it's because you're processing like the paper, right? Well, you're, you're cutting down the trees. You're okay. milling the trees. You're... Um, Making the paper. Everyone in liters here. How many liters of water? Let's go with glasses of water. Glasses. I'm gonna say like a thousand. I think that's uh, way too much. Orin, it's my guess. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You're right. I'm sorry. 
Um, glasses, 20. A glass and a half, which is more or less this beer. So each one of our cards saves a beer. Hey. Hey, hey. Um, you know what I learned? Because it's, it's an eight ounce glass and eight ounces, it's 30 milliliters per ounce, which is 240. Whoa. And this is a glass and a half. So half of 240 is 120. Three plus 360. Plus. There you go. Yeah. So 360 and a beer. This beer bottle is uh, 350, oh, 341 milliliters. Can I tell you, I think the reason why I've had to ask what the question is so many times is because we're throwing numbers <laughs> left, right, and center, and it's making me go crazy. <laughs> All right, here's my last question for you two. Yeah. I'm listening. When it comes to sustainability, my last question. Yes. Will you change either any of your behaviors after this conversation? <sighs> we should, yes. What are you going to change? What are you going to commit to right now? I'm going to change. I'm trying to, what, what's your biggest, Laura, what's your biggest thing that you do you think is like least that sustainable? That I'm wasting? Yeah. That's my biggest waste. Well, every piece of clothing I buy is from a th like a secondhand store. So I'm okay on that front, I think. I, I don't know. What do oh, I do that's, that's bad? Sad. I drop, but no, I'm a transit honey. I take the TTC all the time. What TTC standing for Toronto Transit Commission. Yes. Um, what the heck am I doing that's bad? A lot of things probably. I have some question to ask you because then maybe you can help me with these. Um, what are some of the biggest wasters? Not wasters. What are the least efficient, least sustainable foods out there? Ooh, what are yeah. the ones, what are the things I can maybe cut from my diet? Because I'm really good at that. I'm really good at knowing that I can cut things from my diet. What are the biggest culprits? What are the biggest um, benefits to the environment? Dairy and beef all day long. Yeah. I mean, like, beef so is a we, bad one. Beef is crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have this stat in the documentary, uh, and it doesn't, like, you can look it up anywhere. Yeah. To produce one pound of beef essentially takes conservatively somewhere between 1,600 gallons and 2,200 gallons. So it's, it's like, ridiculous. Uh, and that's a pound. And I, I guess this is like me being me. I don't eat meat. Yeah, orange and, and, and I don't eat dairy. I love coffee. I, I, I don't drink. I dairy. love coffee. How about coffee? No, yo. Guess how many gallons? Ah, jeez. Fifty gallons. Oh, what's the best alternative to coffee? No, I, I just say consume your coffee mindfully. I don't. I mean, recognize that you, reckless, you're going to have so an, an, an impact, well, and, and that's what we have to change, right? Yeah. How do we change that awareness? And and so moving forward, we're actually about to make a. a 12 month campaign and we're going to try to spread it all across Toronto so that we will empower people to take tangible and meaningful action yeah. as a collective whole. Yeah. This is some real introspection that I yeah. have to do in my life. I, I'm not up here being Mr. Perfect. I think I need to take a good look as to what are the things in my life that are definitely causing the biggest carbon footprint. And I'm unsure what that looks like. Yeah. I think we can all do that. Yeah. Uh, you guys are amazing. Dope. Thank you. For being on the old podcasteroo, so blessed. Can I can I tell you the best thing about this podcast already? The Just bridge? how dumb we are when it comes to our own sustainability knowledge. I know we're like, oh, we have we have no idea, and it takes it takes these meaningful conversations and like with people to be like, oh, oh, that's what that is. Oh, I had no idea. Of course, I had no idea. Um, I know a lot of podcasts, and one of the biggest things that they always sort of draw home is. One of the reasons why we are where we are right now and the way in which we do things is because we've lost the will to hunt for our own food. If we had to physically go out into the forest, forge and, and 
find animals and make sure they're sustainable and everything else. If we actually had to go find our own food and hunt and do everything we had to do for ourselves, this world would be a totally different place. Yeah, but, but that is the first need, right? Yeah, but because it's the way it is right now, yeah. we are lazy. We don't always think about our behavior. We think about things coming to us really quickly. If it's not there in a quick enough time frame, then it's not, why, why isn't it there faster? Yeah. And we don't understand the process to get from A to B to C to D to Z until we eventually get what we need to get to. Yeah. And that's energy in all forms. And you know what? That's exactly how we're going to start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly how we should start the podcast. Uh, thanks so much, you guys. Beauty. Boom. That was my conversation with Laura Lee and Oren. You can listen to them on the Buns iOS podcast by searching podcast.buns.com. This episode was recorded and edited by yours truly with music provided by Johnny of Wolf Saga. You can subscribe to 2084 on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And please do us a favor and leave us a review while you are there. Lastly, this content is brought to you thanks to the support of our patrons. You can become a patron at sustainablejoes.com. As always, thank you for listening. And we will be live next week with a new episode. For now, I leave you with a track from Wolf Saga and and wish each of you a happy Thanksgiving. Bye for now.